Welcome to the Future of Computing podcast series sponsored by Dell. I'm Jeff Johnson. Today we're going to be talking about failover clustering for high availability in the context of the new operating system, Windows Server 2008. Every IT infrastructure depends on high availability, but there are certain kinds of applications that are more mission critical. Email, for example. With its first release of a new server operating system since 2003, Windows Server 2008 is providing some unique features for failover clustering for high availability. So what are they, and more importantly, what is Dell doing to make them easier to deploy and manage for organizations of any size? With me today is Kevin Gwynn, lead engineer on the clustering engineering team at Dell, and Shivana, the senior engineer in the high availability clustering solutions team at Dell. Thanks, Kevin, for coming in the studio, and I know that there's an 11-hour time difference with Shivana, so thank you for staying up on a Friday night. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate being here with you. First, let's start with a general question about Windows Server 2008. What are some of the new features that make this a good option for high availability clustering? Windows Server 2008 has enhanced the way that storage is managed within the operating system compared to its predecessors, and this has really simplified the variability in the way things like multipath I.O. and this concept of having an individual node being able to reserve a particular disk volume work, and so this, this really smooths out the way that the industry has to interact with the cluster service greatly simplifies that aspect of setting up your cluster. Additionally, what has happened is uh, a lot of the wizards that help create the cluster have been created in a more task-based fashion. And what that means is instead of worrying about all of these individual picky details, our customers can now simply say, you know, I want to set up a clustered file share and follow a prescribed set of steps to help get there. Before we get started in the meat of this discussion, let's baseline our talk a little bit. How do you define high availability clustering? And is your definition different than what listeners might be thinking? High availability clustering can be defined as a group of independent systems working together to provide availability to mission-critical applications or services. It takes care of any hardware and software failures in the host which is running the application. In the event of a failure, it moves the application to other systems available, providing minimum downtime with less performance impact. In high availability clustering systems, the applications will be restarted on the surviving nodes without any administrative intervention. Basically, the applications will be moved automatically to the other nodes without any manual intervention. And I think it's important here to to kind of distinguish this type of failover clustering that we're using for high availability from other clusters that are out there in the industry, because there's a lot of confusion around that topic. The word cluster is often used to define, you know, massively parallel, high-performance compute cluster solutions. It's used for grid and cloud type of solutions. But in this conversation, what we're really focusing on is this failover mechanism that provides high availability for critical business applications. What are the issues that most of your customers are trying to solve with failover clustering? Because of, you know, the the definition that we just talked about, what customers are looking for in a failover cluster solution is a way to ensure that any single point failure within the overall system, and that could be anything as, as small as a hard drive, individual cable, up to and including an entire 
server system can experience a fault and their key critical business applications are still available to clients to enable their business to continue running. Based on your experience with what I guess is probably thousands of customers, what are the best applications for clustering? Basically, the applications that can be deployed in a cluster can be divided into a two, namely cluster-aware applications and cluster-unaware applications. Cluster-aware applications have the knowledge of the underlying cluster architecture and can take advantage of its features, whereas in cluster-unaware applications, they don't have the knowledge of the clusters that are running on the host. The cluster-aware applications that are mainly deployed on the cluster are file and print services, the database solutions, the messaging systems. The reason that these types of applications are the most common is they're things that tend to be central to the way that a business runs. So if you look at the case when your email server is unavailable for even 10 minutes, you get users that start to have issues and start to complain. And you imagine database systems that are fulfilling critical processes like order acceptance within an enterprise or even within a medium-sized or small business, the loss of these systems could be very, very catastrophic to the business, and that's why they're great targets for high availability. I'm curious, does the application of clustering differ with different sizes of organizations or maybe different levels of IT sophistication? That's a, a great question, Jeff. These wizards and tools that exist have really simplified the creation of the cluster and helped make it more accessible for you know some of the the smaller shops that may not have dedicated IT staff. And certainly that's one of the goals of the product is to enable those users. What we'll see is a single high availability failover cluster running Windows Server 2008 can contain anywhere from two nodes up to 16. What we expect to see, you know, in the future when additional services become available, such as Hyper-V virtualization, more savvy and larger customers will probably deploy clusters with a larger number of nodes up to the maximum of 16 to help enable some of those virtualization solutions. Less well-staffed customers might deploy a simple two-node failover cluster for their messaging infrastructure. It seems to me that what you're saying is that the use of high availability clustering is changing and that perhaps smaller organizations are being able to take advantage of the functionality. Is that true? Yes. With uh, Windows Server 2008, Microsoft has simplified the setup and management of the failover clustering. With the high availability wizards and the failover cluster management interface, a customer can easily deploy a cluster without much knowledge about the clustering technology. What Dell has done to help make this even easier, we've worked you know, in our engineering labs to obviously make sure that everything is going to work, but we've also worked very closely with our organization that develops customer-facing documentation to provide step-by-step -step guidance that makes deploying these solutions even simpler because these solutions rely on a shared storage device, and storage has often been one of the most complex pieces for customers to try to manage. How long has Dell been working on a clustering solution for Windows Server 2008? For Windows Server 2008 in particular, I would say roughly a year and a half, we've been working closely you know, with Microsoft and with our partners to ensure that the solution would be ready for Windows Server 2008. Our team has uh, been around since the 
original Wolfpack codenamed cluster was released with NT4, and you know we've worked with every version of the operating system since then, building and gaining more expertise. Okay, I'm trying to connect the idea of Windows Server 2008 and high availability clustering. What I'm curious about are what are the specific features that have been built into Server 08 that make clustering more available or maybe more viable for applications? Compared to the server cluster in Windows Server 2003, failover cluster solution simplifies the setup of clustering and management. One of the new and unique features of Windows Server 2008 failover clustering is the different quorum models it supports. In failover clustering, it combines the shared quorum disk with the majority nodes concept. This new quorum model avoids the quorum disk as a single point of failure, which provides better availability for the applications. That's a great point, and earlier we mentioned the concept of cluster-aware applications. It's important to note that you know the enterprise versions and, and even the standard edition of SQL Server of the key Microsoft business applications have this level of cluster awareness and this integration with the clustering framework. So deploying these applications on the cluster is greatly simplified as well, and, it, and it's really a great story to be able to, you know, stick in your Exchange Server CD and have the option of it installing it within a cluster. In addition, um, Shabana mentioned the fact that we have these different quorum models. Our listeners who may not be aware, what the quorum is, is it's a way for the cluster to figure out which nodes should stay in the cluster in the event that there's a problem. Depending on how your cluster is set up and what applications you're running, you might be using a traditional shared storage model where all the nodes talk to the same physical storage device. Or you might be able to to explore a geographically dispersed solution where maybe you're replicating storage from one site to a disaster recovery site in another location. And there's a lot of flexibility in this quorum model in Windows Server 2008 that wasn't there previously that allows these new and compelling use cases. If the features are available in Windows Server 2008, why did Dell need to do some additional work to somehow make it work for customers? It's true. These features are there, and Microsoft has done a lot of work to try to make setting up the cluster easier. But Dell is really targeting a a wide range of customers with a wide level of experience and sophistication with this type of solution. And so what we've done is we've spent a lot of time in our labs in the engineering department not only making sure that these things actually work the way they're supposed to and making sure that they are fairly easy to deploy, but documenting that process so that even our our less sophisticated customers without years of experience setting up clusters can go step-by-step through the documentation and set up some of the dependencies that are required before you get to the part that Microsoft has been able to simplify, such as setting up the storage systems and preparing them for use in the cluster solution. You mentioned storage in high availability clustering. I understand that it represents some real challenges here, so can you speak to those? In a cluster environment, the storage is shared between the cluster nodes, so the challenge is to ensure a foolproof mechanism to handle simultaneous access by the cluster nodes. And at the same time, we need to ensure the data integrity. Windows Server 2003 clustering uses bus reasons which are disruptive, whereas in failover clustering in Windows Server 2008, it uses persistent reservations. That's a, a great technical detail about how this thing works at the, you know, at the SCSI protocol level. 
you know, unfortunately maybe a, a foreign concept to a lot of our customers. That's the one of the other key challenges is we're looking at situations where we have these storage devices and you know, instead of just asking the storage device to work with a single server, we're asking it to work well with multiple servers. And that can be anything from taking one of our PowerVault MD3000 SAS storage devices and having it directly connected to two servers up to a Dell EMC solution or an MD3000i or an Equalogic solution that's using Fiber Channel or iSCSI with up to 16 nodes. There's a lot of complexity there, and each one of these nodes also has more than one path through which it can talk to the storage device. What that means is we've got an additional layer of redundancy, which is great because it means I can lose one of these paths that talks to the storage system and not even need to fail over to another node. And it's all of the, the really deep technical details around those interactions are areas where we spend a lot of time in the lab. I'm wondering if there are different issues when a high availability cluster is used. For example, for Exchange Server or SQL Server or File Print or DHCP or some sort of typical core enterprise availability. Can you comment on that? At a fundamental level, most of the challenges are very similar because the challenge that we're trying to address with the highly available cluster solution is the challenge of uptime, of keeping the application available. Certainly there are some specific details, how that works and how long it takes, for example, uh, an Exchange server to restart or how long it might take for you know, a database application to restart, that will be different. But fundamentally, most of those challenges are similar. What we've done to help with that is we have, within the solutions engineering organization, close relationships with the teams that are working with, for example, Exchange Server, including Unified Messaging, Unified Communications, with the teams working on SQL Server, and with the team working on the, the virtualization story around Hyper-V as well. I'm sure that other companies are telling people that they've solved this, too. So what did Dell do that was different or better? That's absolutely true, Jeff. I think what we've done is is kind of two different things. Number one, we look at high availability as a portfolio, and we try to make sure that we're addressing solutions that work for our small customers all the way up through enterprise customers, rather than focusing solely on the high end like a lot of other companies are prone to do. Similarly, the things that we've already spoken about in terms of how we test and how we validate this end-to-end solution using the Dell servers, using the Dell storage devices, using all of these you know, industry standard components, but always testing them in the context of the complete solution to ensure that the value is there for the customer and to ensure that they can set it up easily, deploy it easily, and maintain it easily. I'm sure that the cost and risk and management of deployment are real issues with clustering. So what has Dell done to reduce that cost and management and risk? I ran into some interesting statistics just the other day, Jeff, that said that in many cases, customers have actually uh, managed to outthink themselves and in some cases reduce their uptime when they're dealing with cluster configurations because there's a, a tendency out there to misconfigure components and create problems that shouldn't be there. We've looked at that complexity and we've looked at this entire solution from end to end, not at an individual component level, but in the totality of the entire solution, including the servers, the storage, the applications, and everything we've done from the design phase 
through the validation process and including the documentation is in that context of the entire end-to-end solution to further reduce the complexity and greatly take out the chance that a simple misconfiguration could cause your application to be unavailable and undermine what you're trying to achieve with your failover cluster solution. I've heard the term that Dell factorizes or commercializes solutions like this. So in the context of high availability clustering, what does that mean, and does it really apply to this issue? To some extent, that does definitely apply. The components that we're using are fundamentally industry standard components. You know, All these things we've talked about are based on the concept of simplifying the integration of those components into a meaningful solution. What Dell has also done through our close relationships with these application teams is if you go to dell.com slash exchange or dell.com slash SQL and go to the advisor tools, those advisor tools will also ask you if you want to deploy those solutions in a high availability cluster. Let's wrap this podcast up by summarizing some of the main points you want listeners to recall from this podcast. What specifically are the main things you want them to remember? Dell has been involved in the validation of Windows Server 2008 failover clustering for over a year, and we have been validating the solution in different under different configuration, ensuring that the failover clustering solution works in various deployment scenarios. There has been a lot of engineering effort to ensure that the customers can deploy and manage their clustering solution easily. We also maintain pre-validated configuration, dell.com slash HA, which lists all the validated cluster components in our solution. The next important point is Dell has this strategy called Simplify IT that most of our listeners are probably aware of. I'm really proud of the work that this team has done to really achieve that vision by focusing really on, as we've stated a couple of times, this whole end-to-end solution, including not just each little component in isolation, but the full story around a failover cluster solution and the work that we've done to to really make that deployment easier, make sure that even our smaller customers are capable of taking the documentation that we've produced and having a fully functional, very reliable cluster available for their business applications. In addition to all this great engineering work that we've done in our labs, of course, the Dell story would not be complete unless we also mention the fact that there are services available to deploy these as well. Services are there and they're available as an option for for our customers if they choose to go that way and to work with our consultants. But the real real thing that I'm proud of is the work that we've done and the documentation that we've developed makes it so that's not necessary even for some of our, you know, smaller customers with the more modest IT needs. They can go out to dell.com/ha. They can look at the support matrix assemble the right components, and then go look at the documentation and get step-by-step guidance on deploying the solution in a very simplified fashion. In addition, we validate the cluster configuration in different deployment scenarios so that the customers can easily deploy applications on their clustering solution. We maintain these pre-validated cluster configuration on the support metrics. Also, we validate all the core models that is available in the failover clustering solution so that the customers can choose the best-suited core model for the application that they want to deploy. This has been great information. Thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciated having the opportunity to talk to our customers. It seems as though while Windows Server 2008 has some great high availability options, 
Dell's extended that work to make it even easier and more simplified, which seems to be a part of Dell's Simplify IT strategy. If you'd like more information on the subject, please go to dell.com slash HA. And join us again next time for another Future of Computing podcast series sponsored by Dell. 